Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I am talking about being kind to unkind people. And while that is a thought that you may be thinking, why would I do that? Why should I be kind to unkind people? Those are the people who need it the most. And that is the hardest thing to do. But today we're going to talk about why it is important and how you can let go of the ego, let go of the hurt and the pain, and try to be kind to those who need it the most. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am your host, Melissa Oatman from melissaoatman.com. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So I was reading a few, I have this card deck. I love it a lot. It's a little mini Buddha card deck. And I was reading it. And also this was the first week of school for me. And we had an amazing and exceptional keynote speaker at our welcome back ceremony who was talking about disruptive students, those students who just like to make you pull your hair out. We've all, if you're a teacher, you've had those students. If you've dealt with the general public, you know what I'm talking about. And those are the kids who need our love the most. And I loved his message. And I want to share a little bit of what he said to you guys. And also, I pulled a few cards from my Buddha deck. And it's amazing because those, the message that he gave us, and then these cards really line up. And I felt like that is not a coincidence. The universe doesn't just pull random things together. Everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason this message is coming out to be kind to unkind people. And there are a lot of unkind people in the world right now. Let me tell you that we are being tested as light workers so very much. There are people who will spit in your face, punch you, yell at you simply for having a different opinion as you. Even if you don't voice your opinion, it could be the shirt you're wearing, that you're wearing a mask on your face, that you have a hat on or whatever. People are getting angry and lashing out at other people just because of what they're wearing, what they look like, because they just assume things about people. So it's really hard to love everyone these days, but that is really what it's all about and that is what the universe wants us to do. It's all about coming here and learning how to love and how to get rid of this divisiveness and this separation and this feeling that it's me against you because honestly, the truth of the matter is we are all one. And that seems really hard to understand sometimes when people are on so different, there's such different spectrums, right? We have so much difference in beliefs, the way we were raised, everything. But that is just an illusion. We are all one with the divine. We all are made from the divine. And it's all about learning how to come together and live and coexist in peace. And that is what we are being challenged with the most right now, because everyone has a different opinion. Your opinion and my opinion may not be the same. But we should be able to coexist. And right now we are having such a hard time doing that. Everyone gets triggered by everything that's going on in society. And it's understandable. The anxiety is high right now. Tension's high because we're living in a pandemic. And I get it. But the truth of the matter is that we came here as light workers to spread the message of love. Not that we are separate and we need to be against each other. Or I should say one another, it's each other if there's two, one another if there's more than two. We didn't come here to be pitted against one another. 
We came here to learn love. We came here to raise the vibration of the collective and to teach one another that we are one. And that's why we're here. And it's extremely difficult right now. We're being challenged in the most extreme ways. But that is the essential soul lesson is to come here and teach love. And I love this keynote speaker. He was he was a teacher and now he goes and he he's written books and he goes and he speaks around the country. And he was a child that was diagnosed with ADHD and I think another learning disability. And because he did not understand what was happening in the classroom and because his teachers didn't understand why he wasn't learning, he lashed out in physical ways. So the only way that he knew to cope with what was happening to him was to be the class clown, was to call out the teacher in front of the other kids. And we've all been there, at least I have as a teacher, and you probably have as a student, where you've been in a classroom where there was one kid who wanted to call out the teacher, make them feel bad, or just go against whatever the teacher said. And I've had those students before as a teacher who did that to me. And it was really difficult because you want to take it personally. And he was talking about this. He said, you want to take it personally, but as a teacher, the one thing you have to learn is to stop taking things personally. And I think that is a lesson we have to learn as human beings. And it's hard because our ego gets involved in everything. And we want to say, well, that person cut me off and they were a jerk and they just didn't care about me. But I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and she said, you know what? I like to give people a little bit of grace when they cut me off because I don't know if maybe somebody that they love just was rushed to the hospital and they're racing to get there. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. Also, another thing that I've thought about before, because this happened to me, one time someone cut me off and immediately I was, of course, thinking, you idiot, what the heck are you doing? Why did you do that? And I realized as soon as I thought that, I saw that it was a student driver. They had a thing in the the sticker in the back that's student driver. And I felt horrible, right? Immediately, like, oh my gosh. I remember how nervous I was as a student driver. I remember being terrified. And I made mistakes when I pulled out in front of people and they honked and whatever. I felt awful. And so I said to her, I said, yeah, you know what? They could be going to an emergency or they could be a student driver who doesn't really know what they're doing and they're learning and they pull out and they don't realize they're too close. And we both laughed and we said, yeah, really. I mean, there were all, then we just started thinking of all of these scenarios that it could be this, it could be that, it could be that. And the point is we don't know where someone else is coming from and we don't know what they've been through. And we have to love our fellow human being, because we have no idea where they're coming from. We all see everything from the lens of our own life experience. And our life experience may not be the same as someone else. And we may know that, hey, I can't pull out in front of someone even if I'm in an emergency, but someone else may panic and not know what to do and be just trying to get to the hospital and not think that. And we have to give people grace. We have to give people grace because we're all here trying our very best. And I don't know about you, but I was never given a manual for how to get through life. Were you? Wouldn't that have been nice? Even our parents who are supposed to be teaching us what to do, 
Many of your parents probably did a fantastic job. And some of you had parents who didn't prepare you at all because they were in survival mode themselves. So we were not given this manual for how to survive life. And we're all trudging along, trying to get through it the best way that we know how. And I love that the speaker we had talked about that. And the the greatest thing that he said was, if you don't like kids, why are you in the teaching profession? And I just wanted to jump up and yell, amen, you know, because we all know those teachers who it doesn't seem like they like kids even. So you wonder why they're in that profession. And everyone gets burnt out here and there. But if you don't even like kids, why are you in that profession? It's the wrong profession for you. But he started talking about when he was a kid and he had an older brother who was the smartest, he's a doctor now, and he had so much trouble. And of course, his teacher said, why can't you be more like your brother? And I identified with that because even though I'm smart, I was not honor student smart. I mean, I made the honor roll, but I wasn't AP student, honor student. That was not me. I Maybe I could have been if I had put a little more effort, but I wasn't really concerned with that. And my brother just naturally was in the honors program. And all of my teachers would say, I know your brother. Like, oh, like you're not as smart as your brother. And teachers actually said that. They did actually say that to me. And then I can't even imagine what my sister went through because she struggled even more than my brother and myself because she had special needs. She had, she was born with partial nerve deafness. She was in a special school until the fourth grade. And then she came back to a regular school, probably sooner than she should have, honestly. Uh, But my mom thought she was ready. She came back and she got picked on. She got bullied. She tried her hardest, but she would get C's and we would get compared. And I love my mom. It's not saying anything against her because I have done the same thing to my own children. I know that. I will tell you that. But comparing children, right? Like, why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? Why can't you be like your sister and brother? And it's just a thing that parents sometimes do. It's what people did. And I feel bad now because I know that had to make her feel really bad. And he said the same thing. He said, I was always compared to my brother. And I was not like my brother. I had a learning disability. And so they put him in the special ed classroom. And he said, you know what? We were ostracized because we were put by the boiler room. We were put in the closet. And it's it's a little bit better today. But I remember when I was in grade school, you knew where the special ed classrooms were. You knew who were who the kids were who were in special ed because they were like down the hall, all the way to the boiler room, off to, you know, just banished to another kingdom and it's terrible but that's how it was and sort of continues to be it's a little bit better now but he was talking about how he was so frustrated because he had a hard time reading but he wasn't dumb he just had a hard time reading and when you have a hard time reading that shows up in a lot of different areas and his teacher would pick on him And, you know, you remember the good teachers and you remember the bad teachers. You know, you remember those teachers who made you feel terrible about yourself. And he talked about he knew that teacher who made him feel bad about himself. And then he remembered the teacher who said, I'm glad you're in my class. And who, when he acted up and wanted to tell jokes, he actually used that and said, hey, 
I will let you stand up in front of the class and tell three jokes. You can only tell three jokes, but we get to boo if they're bad. You know, he made him a part of the class. And we were all, you know, this is probably one of the only PD sessions where it was very quiet and everyone was just listening because he was a very active, engaging speaker. We were all listening. He had our attention and everyone identified with everything he was saying because he was able to point out something that everyone could relate to in your educational experience. And I think that's the biggest part of it is helping people to understand we're not different. Even if you have students who are special ed, they're not different than everyone else. We're all the same. They may have different needs sometimes, but we're all the same. And treating people like, oh, that person's from Mars. I don't know what's going on with that person. It's easy to want to do that, but that's not what we're here to do. We're here not to push people away and say, we're so different. Stay away from me. But rather, we're all one, and we should all be looking out for one another, taking care of one another, and loving one another. And that seems so hard to do in a nation where we've become so divided. But that's why it's more important, even more now than ever, to try to come together. And one of the the sayings that came up in the Buddha cards that I was pulling today was, Be unkind or be kind, excuse me, to unkind people. They need it the most. And it's so true. People who lash out at you and are unkind, those are the people who truly need our kindness the most because I truly believe this from the bottom of my soul that people who are unkind to other people are hurting inside. And that's why they lash out. That's why they're unkind. And that's exactly what our speaker was talking about is he said, I was hurting inside. I was called stupid. I was called this. I was treated this way. And I didn't think that my teachers liked me. And they, I knew they didn't like me because they called me. And he put all these labels that they had called him. And he said, I knew they called me this. I heard them call me this. I was a, a, prob- a troublemaker. You know, I was uh, stupid. He listed all of these labels. And you can only imagine how that would make a child feel. But he lashed out because that was his only way of getting attention and of showing how he was feeling. And then he said, you know what? When students lash out, it's almost never about you. And he's right. I've experienced that in my own teaching when I've had students come in and they were really rude And especially students, when you knew it wasn't really like their character to lash out like that. And I would pull them aside and say, you know, are you okay? What's going on? And then that's when tears would flow and they would start telling me a story of, well, I was at the hospital last night because my parents, you know, my dad had a heart attack. Or, you know, they would say they shut off our power and we don't know where the money is going to come from. It's almost never about you when people lash out at you and when they're rude and when they're mean. It's not about you, but we make it about us. It's natural. We want to do that. We want to say, this is about me and this is why they don't like me, but it almost never is about you. And when we can look past that and see if someone's lashing out, 
there's something going on in their life that has nothing to do with you. Maybe it showed up when they interacted with you that day, but it really doesn't have anything to do with you. So it's really important for us to be kind to those who are unkind because they're the ones who need it the most. And it's important to show a little grace and compassion to people who have been unkind because honestly, I truly believe that most of the time, people who've been unkind didn't mean to be and they didn't want to be. It's just how they lashed out. It's how they dealt with what was happening in them or around them. As I've had experiences with people before where they've lashed out and I took offense and I was hurt by it. And I walked away with my head hanging low like, oh, I must be the worst person. This person hates me. And then that person later reached out and said, you know, I'm sorry I was rude. I didn't mean to be this was going on. And I understand because there have been times in my life when I've lashed out at people that didn't deserve it because something was happening that was out of my control and I was upset. And, you know, we tend to lash out at the people we know are not going to reject us. We tend to lash out at those we know will love us no matter what. So when people do that, it's not always it's not always because they hate us. And with your students, if they feel really comfortable with you, they will lash out at you. Because one of my counselors that I worked with one time when I was talking about my kids and I said, you know, it just makes me so upset that they just feel like, you know, they can talk to me in any way. And she said, well, you know, they do that because they feel comfortable with you. If they didn't feel comfortable with you, they wouldn't tell you the truth. But because they feel comfortable with you, they tell you the truth. And in the same way, students who feel comfortable with you and have a relationship with you, or if you're in the medical profession, maybe patients or clients you work with, if they feel comfortable enough with you, They feel comfortable enough to lash out sometimes. You're the one who will receive the brunt of the behavior. And they don't mean it because they don't like you. It's actually because they feel safe in doing that with you because they know you won't leave. And that was such a, a weird concept for me. You know, when the counselor said, no, your kids do it because they know you'll never leave them no matter what they do. And I thought, you're right, I won't. Like, that's my job, like, to be their parent, to be there for them. That's what I'm going to do. And she said, well, they feel comfortable with you. And I thought about students in my class, and I thought, that makes sense. You know, my students feel comfortable with me, so they can feel comfortable to lash out when they want to. And we have a conversation about this is not the appropriate way, or this is not where to do it or how to do it. But then I thought about that, that it made me feel good that they do feel comfortable enough that they can be honest with how they're feeling with me. So we need to show kindness to people who aren't necessarily lovable. You know, they're not showing their lovable side. It's still our responsibility to try to love them. And it doesn't mean let them abuse you. But maybe take a moment to say, hey, what's going on? I know this isn't about whatever you are claiming this is about. There's something deeper going on. What is it? And the other thing is that I pulled today the card, be patient. Everything comes to you in the right moment. 
And those two things may not really seem to go together, but to me they did because I feel like when you're dealing with people, if you can let go of your ego and let go of this is about me and instead get to the place where you just get real with people and say, okay, no, that you don't really, you're not angry at me. Something else is going on. What's going on? That if you're patient and you are kind and you listen, things will come to you in the right moment. You'll get what you need to get from that person. That explanation of, no, it's not about you. It's about this and I don't know what to do. And when you can get very real and honest with people and say, look, I know something's going on. I don't know what it is, but I'm here for you. Then you can get to the root of what's really going on. And another card that came out today was pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. And I thought about that too. You know, everyone experiences pain in their life. Everyone does. No matter what your life is like, there are times you're going to go through pain. It's inevitable. But you don't have to suffer through it. When we lash out at people and we don't talk about what's really bothering us and we don't address the real issue, that's when the suffering happens. Because we needlessly live in this space of anger, resentment, and it's not a good place to be. Maybe sadness and depression. And we don't have to live in that space. You can lash out at people if you're feeling upset, but that's not going to change your situation. It's probably just going to make it worse because even though I'm telling you be kind to unkind people, most people out there, if someone's unkind to you, you're going to respond with unkindness as well. But if you can get to the root of what's really bothering you, what's really causing it, if you're the one suffering from it, and if you're the one on the receiving end of someone who's being insufferable, maybe try coming at it from a different approach, saying, okay, you're being a little bit sharp with me, you're being rude, but I know it's not about me. So what's this about? What's really going on? And really asking with the intent of listening to their response and maybe adding in, is there anything I can do to help you change this, feel better, whatever? What can I do to help you? People who know that you have their back, who know that you're listening, like being heard is one of our number one needs. But most people walk through life feeling like no one's listening to them and they're not being heard. And that is such a frustrating feeling. And that's what this speaker said was like, I felt like no one was listening. And when his one teacher said, tell your jokes, we'll listen, we'll critique them. It was like he had a voice finally. And that's what most people need is just for someone to listen to their voice and to say, I see you, I hear you. I can help you. Or what can I do to help you? And maybe the only thing they need is for you to see them and hear them. Showing kindness 
we don't always have to agree and we're not going to agree 100% of the time. That's not even possible. Everyone is so different. Most people do not think the same way that we do. You're not going to reach 100% agreement 100% of the time. But we can listen and we can hear each other out and we can come to a compromise and we can say, I love you, but I don't agree with you. That's entirely possible. Did you know that? It's entirely possible to disagree with people and also still love them as human beings. We don't have to hate everyone who doesn't share our opinion. We don't. We are coming to a place where we need to find a way to love one another, to get along, to coexist. And we're reaching a point that it's critical. So I would urge you today to listen to what Buddha said. To be kind to unkind people because they need it the most. And to be patient with them because everything comes to you in the right moment. And when you have patience and when you can slow down and listen to what people are actually saying, we can make progress. And also to remember, pain is inevitable. We're all going to suffer some kind of pain in our lifetime. But suffering is optional. Although you may experience pain, you do not have to suffer through it. We can learn to get through it with grace and with ease. And we don't have to stay in the suffering mode. Be kind to all creatures. This is the true religion. That is another saying from Buddha. Be kind to all creatures. This is the true religion. And I know you know this because I know there are so many of you out there who wear those shirts. Just be kind. If you can be anything, be kind. But it's true. Kindness will do more than anything ever will for healing this planet. So I urge you to go out and do one kind thing for someone tomorrow. And if someone does something kind for you, show them your appreciation and pass it forward. Pass it on. Pay it forward. Kindness is the ripple effect that's going to bring healing to our world. And I hope that someone shows you so much kindness today. You are a beloved creation of the divine and you deserve love and kindness especially from yourself so show yourself some kindness today as well do something good for yourself all right guys i pulled a card for you today and this card is from the daily guidance from your angels deck by doreen virtue and it is there is nothing to worry about you are safe and this situation is under the perfect control of divine providence and universal order. Only infuse loving thoughts and emotions into the situation to ensure that the highest possible outcome flows effortlessly to you and through you. I love that. Such a beautiful message. There is nothing to worry about when we realize that the universe has our back always, at all times. 
I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you like it. Please leave me a positive review from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. If you want to follow me on social media, I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. If you show up for a live, I'll pull a card especially for you. If you can't make it to the live, you can always watch the replay. You can still receive amazing and powerful messages even if you're not there for the live. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you can get your own personal private reading. I do half-hour readings and hour readings. I also offer Reiki, past life regression, and I do one-on-one coaching. And if you'd like to work with me but you're not really sure what you want or need, you can book a free discovery call with me. Just go to melissaoatman.com, book on the tab for free discovery call. All of my times are in the central time zone, and you will book a 15-minute Zoom call where we'll jump on the call to see exactly what you want to work on and how I might best serve you. As always, I hope you're having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.